It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads, one of us believing in the power of science, one of us believing in the power of Jesus, but both of us believing in the power of an ice-cold beer. Uh, Deacon. Holla. Do you believe in miracles? Do I? Is that a song? Uh, oh, no. It's, do you believe in magic? And I hope you do, but... Uh, but... I, I don't know. I, I like the... Uh, uh, do you believe in life after love? I'm more of a sheriff fan. Ooh. I feel something inside me say. Doc and the Deacon is like Sonny and Cher, yeah. except for uh, one of us isn't dead. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good analogy. Yeah, yeah. So um, I know you're kind of into miracles. You know what I think is a miracle? Okay, tell me. Is the fact that um, we may be headed to Hollywood to shoot a pilot of some version of this show soon. Yeah, well, I mean, we're not made. We are. Yep. Headed to Hollywood. Now, what, what comes out of it? It'll be a miracle if anything actually comes of it. But I, I would agree that it's, a, it's no small miracle that this podcast that started with a $25 microphone yep. and a case of beer. Actually, we usually drink out of the tap. And, uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. And some really good hair got us to Hollywood. <laughs> it... it it is, it is. You know, I remember from our first episode when you said uh, we have um, faces for TV, but yet we're stuck here behind a microphone. Maybe not for longer, so it'll probably turn into nothing, but who knows? Uh, maybe, uh, get ready. The, the miracle that I like the most is uh, Doc and the Deacon go to Hollywood. That's a good miracle, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. it your favorite? Do I have a favorite meal? I, I, you know, I always talk about my two favorite miracles, uh, you know, where Jesus turned water into wine and then uh, where he made woman out of a man's rib bone. Those are two pretty awesome miracles. You know what? What about you? Uh, well, I think I love that people talk about the miracle of life. Yeah. As a Except for there's like 8 billion people in the world. It's a lot, <laughs> right? Like everybody's like, "Oh, it's such a miracle." I was like, "I don't know. I just met a lady who had nine kids. I don't know that that's a miracle." They're like, "Oh, that's that's so beautiful." I'm like, "There's a billion people in China. In China, do your thing. I mean, you guys are are a power in the world. I mean, you know, listen to our podcast. That's a lot of listeners. Yeah, maybe we could get some of them. Yeah, hello, hello, China. But um, I don't know that the miracle of life happens." And you know what? I've got another uh, favorite miracle. Okay, talk to me. Uh, when we took down those Russians in uh, hockey, the miracle on ice. 1980. There's been a lot of movies. There's been like uh, a couple of movies about... Who's the one? The, uh, Kurt Russell Oh yeah, is in the one. Uh, it's much better than The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah. That's so, for sure. When I was in residency, uh, I had a fellow resident who was not American initially, and he was... Um, preparing to take the test to become a citizen. Okay. Right? And he knew all these answers of things I didn't know, 
but I'm, you know, it's it's not fair. I'm born in America. Why? Let's not debate that. Right. But I'm, you know, couldn't. Uh, and so he's studying all these questions. And I was like, well, do you know what made the Cold War end? He was like, no, I don't know what the Cold War, how the Cold Cold War ended. And at this point, he didn't know me well enough to know that like uh, uh, what I was saying wasn't true. And he's taking notes. And I was like, the Cold War ended when Rocky beat Drago. And he writes that down. And after he passed and he came back and I was like, did they ask you about the Cold War? And he goes, no, but I know Rocky beat Drago. And that's how it ended. (laughs) That's like, uh, there's a Seinfeld episode where Elaine is meeting with this uh, famous Russian writer, Tolstoy, right? And, uh, and she's going to be asking him questions and, 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 or or no, she's talking about Tolstoy, but, uh, and Jerry says, Hey, you should, do you know that, uh, war and peace, the original name was war. What is it good for? And so (laughs) when Elaine met with this other Russian writer, she said, well, you know, the original name of war and peace was really war. What is it good for? It's a, it's a funny episode where you know they throw this uh, this reminder out of the out of the limousine and hit the woman in the head. And anyway, it's it's just a it's a another great Seinfeld episode. So can I tell you the miracle that I don't know that I buy completely? Okay, so you know it's a miracle. It is, but you don't buy to, into it. It is referred to as a miracle. Okay. So in my job, yeah. I have, uh, I've had people die, and it's, it, it's been hard. Some have been older, and so it's not as hard. Some have been younger. Some have been sudden. Some have been taken care of right around the time, and it, it's have, never been easy. Have you ever actually been there? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. But none of them got resurrected. Oh, so you're, you're not... Sure, because you've never seen anybody die and come back to life if the resurrection actually happened? Uh, Well, billions and billions of people have died since Jesus, Mm -hmm. and yet none of them since have been resurrected. Well, maybe not by your technical term of resurrection, right? Like, we have heard a lot of stories about people coming back to life. I love it when religious people go, oh, when you use that technical term. Like, I mean, back to reality. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, back God. to the here and now. Back to life. Back, back to, to reality. reality. Yeah. All right. So anyway. Uh, but yeah, okay. So uh, look. All right. Tell me, tell me the story, right? So he's taken up on the cross. Yep. He is... How long is he up there for? So... Uh, I, I don't know the exact time he's up on the cross. I know at some point in the Bible it talks about it being goes from noon, that the, the darkness came over the sky from 12 to 3, from noon until 3 o'clock. And then... At, Was there daylight savings? Because that affects it. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if they had started that. But there was like a, a wine vinegar there and somebody dipped a sponge into the wine vinegar and put it on a stick and raised it up to Jesus and, and said, take a sip. And he, uh, at that point, it says he gave his spirit. He said, I, I command my spirit into your hands, Father. Right? So he gave his spirit up and he died. And then um, what they would do is, is then the, the, the guys would come through 
and they would break the legs of the people on the cross oh. when they when they brought them down. And um, could they like hire orthopedic surgeons to do that? Huh. You know, they just had regular old soldiers, mm. but they did not break. The guy came up and he he stabbed Jesus. He saw Jesus was already dead, and decided not to break his legs which fulfilled the prophecy that was earlier told that said, and no bone of his will ever be broken, okay? And then he stuck a sword into his side and out of it poured blood and water, which fulfilled another prophecy saying that he will be pierced for our iniquities. So there was a lot of things that happened in that. And then he's brought down from the cross and Joseph and, and another guy there say, hey, We'll take his body. We'll prepare him. And they've got 75 pounds of spices and, and wrap and all this stuff that you use to, to basically prepare a body to put in the tomb. Mm. Oh, I feel this- like if I ever die, please don't wrap spicy stuff on me. It'll just make it burn. If yeah, there's any the, chance I'm coming it's alive again. to preserve again. the body so okay. you don't smell. It's not like cayenne pepper. Okay. It's not <laughs> Frank's hot spices? No. Okay. It's not like I put that on everything, right? No. <laughs> Shout so, out to Frank's hot. Holla. Um, I just had, I was at the, at a, at opening day at the Philly state and they had this dude selling Hank's hot sauce from Jersey. It's not bad. So shout out to Hank's hot sauce. If you need a sponsor. Uh, so anyway, so they, uh, you know, and uh, this guy was rich. He had a tomb that he wasn't using because he was alive. And so he gave it to Jesus and they wrapped him. His is, body. Is, is back then having a tomb you weren't using like a, uh, my buddy who has a shore house that he uses for like six weekends a year. That's a great question. I don't know. Like how rich is I have my own tomb? I got my own tomb. I don't know if it's like a pickup line you can use. I don't know. The dock has a pool, but I don't have a shore house. Yeah, or a tomb. Or a tomb. Right? So I don't know. Yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, so, they, so they put him in this tomb, right? And then the guards. So... Uh, but the guards had heard stories of his disciples talking about how they, at the third day, he was going to come back. Because Jesus had already foretold his death, foretold his resurrection to his disciples. And, of course, because they... He said, I'm coming back in three days? He said, I'm coming back in three That's days. That's what I say to my wife when I go to Vegas. Right. I'll be back in three days. I'm, I'm leaving back. on Thursday. I'll be back in... You know what? Does we'll she ever say... Day. You know what my wife says? Don't threaten me. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know what's coming soon? Hollywood, Hollywood for three days. Three days. Oh, just that is so biblical. I like it. It's perfect. So the guards go and they say, and they tell, uh, they tell Pilate, they say, I think we should guard the tomb. <laughs> is it bad that I'm picturing like a bouncer? Like you're talking about guards? It's kind of like that, right? Ooh, so the people outside of Jesus was like the original bouncer outside of a bar? That's right. Wow. So he's like, we're going to guard the tomb to make sure that his people don't come <laughs> steal his body, right? Wow. So they go guard the tomb. Uh, and, and an angel comes and like shows up on the rock and it's like lightning. Now, now some of the women that were there, uh, with Jesus were, were at the tomb and the guards like freaked out, ran away. And, and they said the earth shook a little bit. And then, uh, the women were gone for a minute and then they came back to visit Jesus and, and the stone had been rolled away and his body wasn't there. So then this angel showed up real quick and said, hey, don't be afraid. The, you know, the one that you love, it, you know, why are you looking for the, for the, for the, in here, you're looking for the dead, but he's alive. And so he's like, go tell the other people 
So she goes and she goes to tell the people and there's a great song. Uh, I love Don Francisco. He sings a song called He's Alive and he tells this story about Mary goes and knocks on the door and John, it's really told from the perspective of Peter. And you know, Peter had just denied Christ three times right before his death, you know? So they had this supper and then, you know, as, as they were going into the towns, Peter was watching it and somebody's like, hey, weren't, weren't you one of those guys with Jesus? And Peter was like, no. And then they were like, no, but I saw you in the Garden of Gethsemane. You were with him. He's like, nope, somebody else. And then another time somebody said, no, no, no. Are you sure it looks a lot like you? He's like, it wasn't me. So he denied Jesus three times. Mm. You know what? I'm the guy who when somebody tells you a story, you're like, oh, uh, so tell me, tell me what really happened. Yeah, right. right. Like that's a great story. But like, what do we think really happened? So look, so then Mary, so then Peter and John, and John refers to himself as the one that, uh, that Jesus loved. In his, in his gospel of John. Um, and so Peter and John run towards the tomb. Peter is like a bull in a china shop. He runs as fast as he can, gets there, runs in, sees the linen laying there, no Jesus. John is outside the tomb like, I don't even know. And then finally he walks in and he sees Jesus is gone. And, and that's how they discovered that, that Jesus, they believed, was alive. Now, one of the, did they see Jesus? So the guard, they didn't see Jesus at that time. So the guards go back and tell Pilate, hey, he's gone. And, the, and so Pilate, they get paid a lot of money and says, start telling the story that his disciples stole his body. So then maybe we can get that story going. Because if somebody finds out, you let them go, they might come kill you. So I'll give you money to save you and protect you. And that way you can tell the story that somebody stole his body. If I were Judas right now, I would be sweating bullets. Nah, he'd already hung himself. Oh, he had? Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah, he had 30 pieces of silver. Wow. On pot for Potter's lot. Because I would, I would say, if I, were, if I were Judas, I'd be like, oh my gosh, he's still alive. No, I, better hide. He I better himself. hide. I better hide. I've got to find somebody with it. I got, do I have another buddy with a tomb? No, he, was, he hung himself, man. Wow. Uh, uh, for nothing, right? I mean, and Jesus knew. It's so crazy. So do, so do we story, physically see Jesus? All right. So then let's fast forward a little for a hot minute, right? And then Jesus is walking. He's walking next to two dudes. There's, so what's great about... If he's resurrected, the first thing Jesus has got to say is, where's Judas at? He's I'm Jesus. A, he already knows. Oh, I wish the story was like, I came back. I punched Judas in the face. I saved the Christian religion for the rest of the world. You remember our hyperhidrosis episode, right? I do. And you remember uh, hyperhematohydrosis, right? Is, is sweating blood, isn't that what it's called? It was when he had a... Uh, and that yeah. was when he was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, right before his, his death, his crucifixion, and he's praying to God, hey, if there's any other way, praying to his father, saying, if there's any other way, take this cup from my hand, but not my will... But yours be done, right? I feel like there's so much pressure. If you get resurrected, like if you're he Jesus... Was sweating blood for crying out loud. What's the first thing you do? Like, who do you call? I want to be like, when you phone a friend, who's the first person you check in on when you get resurrected? But you know what was awesome? What did he do? So he, he came back and he's walking next to people and he's like, hey, where are you going? But they couldn't recognize him. Why not? Because he, 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 he like camouflaged himself in a way where he, he, they, were, he was not, they were not able to see him in his, as his true self. And so they're like, what do you mean? What are we doing? Are you not, are you not from around here, man? Are you, are you the only person that hasn't heard about this Jesus, the Messiah, who, who was killed on the cross? And, and so then uh, he starts telling them stories and starts recounting verses and scriptures from the Bible and all this stuff. And all of a sudden they realize it's Jesus 
Oh my gosh. And they turn, he's gone. Boom. They're like, ooh, can we get a pick? Ooh. No selfie. He's oh, out. Oh, he out. Could you could you imagine? He ghosted a, him. A Bible signed by Jesus. <laughs> you know what that would go for? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like a Honus Wagner baseball card you know for like a million dollars. Oh my gosh. Oh. Uh, what about yeah. you, did you see Kareem Abdul Jabbar sold a bunch of his yeah. memorabilia? Now I love it. Because he didn't do it for, for his own gain. Yes. He did it for his charity. Yes. I want um, a Bible signed by Jesus. Yeah, that would be amazing. Right, like, that would be pretty. So how long was he alive for? So he's right. resurrected. So right? he's resurrected. So, then he goes so, and he sees his disciples. So he's the only person ever that died, but then came back. Oh, no. He had raised Lazarus from the dead already. So we'll discuss Lazarus soon. He, there was a few people that, that Jesus had, mm-hmm. had... There was another story about a young girl who had died and Jesus got there late and the dad was mad and Jesus performed a miracle and raised that person from the dead too. So we know there's been multiple resurrections. Well, I'm, I'm sure you're correct. Let's bring it back to in the past hundred years, we okay. have not seen someone resurrected. And so... That's because like y'all, be, y'all need Jesus. Y'all be living in sin. That's why. I, I mean, I'm just saying... So anyway, you know what? I actually followed Jesus on Twitter. He's really funny. <laughs> that blo- that Jesus. bloke Jesus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that bloke Jesus. Um, that dude is pretty funny. If we should have had some of his tweets ready to go. Um, so tell this me. Episode, how, once Jesus comes stuff. back, is he, is he alive for like a few hours? Does he hang out for like a week? He's alive just as long as Moses wandered in the wilderness. And just as long as, he, as, as Jesus wandered. When he was being tempted by the devil, forty days. Wow, is that why we work forty hours a week? Well, maybe that's the original forty. The the forty just followed it through. That's why. Yeah. Oh, you know what? And that's why the first beer was in a forty. And I just turned forty. And you just turned forty. You no, know, during our next episode, we're recording in a little bit. I'm going to drink a 40 at 40 for the 40 days Jesus was alive after he came back. Pour some out for him. You know, what, what did he do during this time? Like, he better have been productive. Yeah, so he walked around, he met with his disciples, he spent time with them and gave them guidance about what was to come next, right? So, in fact, uh, his disciples were, had gone back to their life. They, they were mourning. They had lost everything, right? They, they, but because of the resurrection, they gained everything. So they, he, he, Jesus finds them on a boat fishing. He says, they couldn't find any fish. He said, throw your net on the other side. They throw it out on the right side of the boat. They can't even pull the net up. It's so full of fish. Peter says, John says, oh my gosh, I think that's Jesus. Peter jumps out of the boat, swims to shore. And Jesus is, is uh, you know, cooking food with them. And, and Paul says that at one point in 1 Corinthians, it's interesting because in 1 Corinthians 15, none of the gospels talk about this this one part, but in 1 Corinthians 15, Paul talks about where he's laying out this list of Jesus's death and resurrection and how much the resurrection means to the faith because it's really, that's the beginning of Christianity. Yes. Everything else points to even, this, this story. Even the beginning of time, the whole Bible points to Jesus's resurrection. I, I love it's based on Jesus. Without yes. this resurrection, it's just a good story, right? But with the resurrection, it's a, it's a transformational thing. It, it really creates... The, the foundation for our faith. So Paul in 1 Corinthians 15 says, Jesus appeared to 500 people at once. And it's why we, we know that historically, it's not just a miracle, it's a fact. Okay. That Jesus was raised from the dead. Okay. It's a fact. It goes from miracle raised. to facts. Yes. yes. I'm, I'm, um, so <laughs> I love that we think that, you know what, right now, I got a few thoughts on Jesus. Okay, talk. talk. Once, if Jesus came back right now, he would fall off the cross because he would weigh like 280 pounds with all the food that we have. 
but he was the most disciplined man there was. So oh, I think he may he, have been. He may have been. And then let's be honest. Jesus should have come back, and he should have kicked Judas in the in the, in the balls right away to get things started. He got his he got his uh, his just right because Judas was out. And you know what? I, you know, I, I was talking to this preacher, and he gave me this story, and he was like, "Hey." We know that Jesus was resurrected because people saw it and they wrote it down. And afterwards, there were all these witnesses. I played the game of telephone. I know how it works. I also know that then he went to the story to talk about Will Chamberlain from the Philadelphia 76ers. And he said, you know, when Will Chamberlain is famous for scoring 100 points in a game. That's right. Have you ever seen highlights? No. No. You know why? Because it was not a game that was on TV. That's right. Right? And so what they're trying to say is just because you didn't see it, because other people did, means it's true. But you know what I will tell you? Is that uh, that happened in 1962. It was in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And the fourth quarter is on the radio. And there's a picture of him holding on 100. And so I know it's like, hey, just because you weren't there doesn't mean it didn't happen. I will tell you, this is the same man that said that he um, had sex with 10,000 women. Yeah. And you know what I did? You researched them. I, I, I you researched. tried to contact every. You looked every one of them up on Facebook. All the women he had sex with, yes. <laughs> and so you know what I realized? Is that if he went from um, uh, 20 years old till the time he died, he would have had to have sex with... 220 new women per year from the age of 20 to 63. That's crazy. I also know that 4,500 people attended the game that Will Chamberlain was at. If you look online, there are 12,000 people that think that that state they were at that game. Well, here's what I can tell you. If you were to ask right now how many people since 1962 heard about Wilt Chamberlain scoring 100 points, the number would pale in comparison to the number of people who converted to Christianity because they believed that Jesus was resurrected from the dead. Oh, you're 100% right there. I do think it is amazing that there's possibly 400 people reported that saw this event 2019 years ago and now has led to a religion of Christianity that is divided into so many other sects of religion between S-E-C-T-S sects yes yes of course of course between Catholicism and Protestant and Lutheran and um, Christian science that are all based on the resurrection of Jesus yeah and has led to so many wars and the Crusades and Well, actually, I mean, even in Judaism is based on the, the idea that he didn't, that he wasn't the Messiah. Yes. Right? I mean, it's based on those, uh, those, those earlier books that, that are all about God. But we live in a world that Jesus. because this may have happened mm-hmm. 2019 years ago, I have a patient who heard about our podcast and every time she comes in, she looks at me and she prays and says, I can't believe you don't believe that Jesus was resurrected. I still hope your family has an okay life. 
Well, see, and I don't think that, of, but my hope for you is that you will have life after death, that one day through these encounters and through us speaking about this amazing miracle, that you will find that, like, uh, that it happened and that you'll believe it and that it'll change your life. But, you know. So you know what I love is they have now documented what Lazarus syndrome is. Okay. Lazarus syndrome is once someone has died and they have had brain death, so no EEG activity. And then there is this reflex that will still happen in, the brain, happen in the body when the brain is showing no activity where you get arm flexion, shoulder abduction, and hand crossing. So you can almost, after being dead, pop up and, do and a hold yourself. It almost looks like a sit-up, but you can be dead at this point. So I can work on my abs. <laughs> the only time your abs may yes. look good is yeah. after death. Hello. And so it is interesting that now Lazarus from the Bible has a syndrome in medicine. Once someone has died where they kind of pop back up and people often are like, oh, my, my loved one, my sibling may still be here. And that is not necessarily what's going on. Well, and you know, the good news for us as Christians is it, to me, we don't care, right? Because I know that my physical body, it, once it's gone, I've now, I'm also... As Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, I, Jesus died and was raised to life. Therefore, I'm dead to this body now in my faith in him and, and will be raised to the right hand of the Father right next to him. If Doc and the Deacon in Hollywood gets a show and for some reason you die, but we make a lot of money, I will buy a tomb and I will put your body in it. Oh, that would be amazing. It would be awesome. I, 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 I You know what? I'm going to do this. Uh, wifey, I'm sorry that we're going to build a tomb and We're going to be dies. next to each other. Um, but I, I'm going to tell you. I like it. I don't know how I'm going to turn an episode on resurrection into a game, but it has to happen. Jesus would want it. All right. I mean, Jesus ready? was fun. So this, uh, because uh, you like to sing, okay. is going to be called uh, The Musical Resurrection. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm actually going to uh, give you two musicians who are dead. Okay. And then you will get a second afterwards, and I want you to sing a line from the song of one of the musicians who is dead that you feel like if you had to make a choice, who would you bring back to life? And I have not yet seen this list. Uh, you have not, because that wouldn't be fair. Okay. <laughs> awesome. If you do a terrible job, we'll edit it out. But somehow I doubt that's the case. So okay. number one. All right, Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Tupac? Okay. Or Biggie? Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a Tupac guy. All eyes on me, baby. How do you own it? <laughs> How do you feel? I feel like California. A... Oh, no, that's Ooh. not him. Yeah. No, yeah. that's, yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're going to California. Yes, sir. Next, are you ready? All right, go ahead. Um, the next one of Musical Resurrection. Two dead musicians, and you can only save one. Oh, my gosh. Freddie Mercury from Queen. Okay. Or Jim Morrison from The Doors. I was not a big Doors fan. I would okay. have to say it would be uh, Freddie Mercury. You know, um, how's it go? Uh, I know it's just, I need... Selma Hayek, or what's the guy's name that, that played? Uh, uh, he won Best Actor. Yeah, what's yeah. his name? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, no one knows his it's, name. I know it's not Selma Hayek, but it sounds like Selma <laughs> It does kind of sound like Rami. Something. Ra yeah, something. 
Um, how does Bohemian Rhapsody go? Well, I oh, I know, I know somebody. Else. I just need somebody to love. I like to ride my bicycle. I like to ride my bike. I know that's from a Queen song too. Yeah. All right, here we go. And the last one is uh, Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Or um, John Lennon. Uh, I would have to go on that one. I would have to go John Lennon. Yeah. Yeah. Anything Beatles is awesome. Yeah. But it's one of those where like, uh, uh, at the end, we just don't, we can't have a Yoko Ono. Like Paul and John were like Doc and the Deacon. Yeah. Mine is the whole Yoko Ono thing. No Yoko Ono. Oh, no. 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 Uh, we'll, we'll be Sonny and Cher. Oh, yeah. we'll be Sonny and Cher. <laughs> but you know what? Now, if you are getting ready and you are going to die, just in case I don't have a tomb. Okay. Just in case, after all these billions of people have died and haven't been resurrected. Just in case I don't have a life vest on. Just in case you don't have a life vest on. Sell more, wifey. I will give you CPR and Ooh. I will be over your chest. With my hair flow singing, nice. staying alive, staying alive, oh, 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 staying alive. I think you need to go back to CPR class. Or maybe, oh, really? Yeah, stay up on those continuing education credits because uh, we're doing a new song, man. I just got recertified and, it's, uh, and it, it goes to a, a, a little faster beat. Oh, let me hear it. It's probably a tune you've, you may have heard. I don't know. It's... Uh, Baby shark do 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 baby shark do 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 baby shark do 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 baby shark Doctor Shark do 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 Doctor Shark do 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 Doctor Shark do 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 Doctor Shark Deacon Shark do 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 Deacon Shark do 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 Deacon Shark do 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 Deacon Shark Two things you can always count on the doc is in and the deacon speaks Hey, make sure you check us out. We just got a new Facebook page. We do? Yeah, Doc and the Deacon. Uh, we, you know, one of the things we'd really love to hear from is we want to hear your biggest questions, concerns, and thoughts about anything to do with medicine or anything to do with faith. And that's a great way to contact us. Oh, I agree. But if you send me questions with medicine, I may charge you a copay. I won't charge you anything for saving your life because, you know, uh, even though uh, medicine has been around since the beginning of time, Christianity uh, started with Jesus and has affected, you know, millions and millions of people. Well, let's be honest. Christianity For won. Free. It is 2019. Right. Like there's all these religions and it's based on That's like, right. Christianity won. It's 2019. Uh, but you can also, uh, so we'd love to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram at Doc and the Deacon. We tweet sometimes. At uh, Doc Deacon. At Doc Deacon. And don't forget to look for us. Uh, thank you to our beautiful wives. Oh, you know, and we've been blogging. We've been blogging. You know what? We're going to make our wives blog. Yes. It's homework. From the desk of the wives of Doc and the Deacon. Yeah, they're pretty excited about it. <laughs> yes. Oh, by the way, this is us telling you about that. Yes. Because we're <laughs> really good communicators. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't know I was recording tonight? We're recording tonight. Oh, thanks to Tucker. Oh, yeah. uh, Tucker Butler, our wonderful producer. Music is always brought to you by our boy Franchise. You know what? We may rap with franchise. We may rap with them about this episode. Yeah, let's You'll do see. A, let's do a rap. Uh, you know what? We might bring this back to life. Back to life. Back to reality. All right, we'll let you get back to your life. Listen, this episode has gone on longer than Jesus was dead. <laughs> Peace. Peace.
Excellent brain trust to market and brand this That's set in stone like the Ten Commandments This show gon' be around for infinite years I think we can all agree on ice cold beers 100% authentic, you can't fake it Often imitated, but never duplicated So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in Now I'm coming to close it like a Roldis Chapman